three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. gentlemen theys and gays this is the real pineapple this is your humble host hunter here hope you're all having a great night day weekend whenever you're checking this out i've got a review for the latest anna kendrick offering in alice darling which stars anna kendrick uh i'm gonna butcher these names uh charlie uh uh karik uh winmi uh, musaku and the big one I don't wanna, I'm gonna mess up. I'm sorry. Can uh, it horn is what I'm gonna go with. So um, this movie in particular is really interesting because uh, I was reading a couple of interviews and Anna Kendrick was talking about how this mirrors a relationship that she had in her past. I didn't read anyone's name. I don't think she mentioned anyone by name, but I I would be curious who she's referring to because the guy in this movie, uh, Simon, who's played by uh, Charlie uh, Carrick, uh, um, he's a fucking monster. And the thing about this movie in particular is I was just getting so triggered because I've seen, I, I mean, I think most of us, what am I saying? Most of us, all of us have met someone like this, someone who's so emotionally manipulative that if you're hanging out with a group of friends, you're kind of looking at your friends going, is this person for real? And that's what I kept thinking throughout this whole film is this guy exists in her world and Alice is dating this guy. And the thing about this film that I really do love is the fact that it doesn't pull any punches. It shows how really just burrowed into her psyche Simon is. Simon has found a way to make Alice truly feel worthless. And the whole title of the film, Alice Darling, is so condescending because that's how Simon always talks to Alice. He's always talking to her like, oh, you don't know any better. Thank God I'm here to help you out and keep those terrible thoughts out of your pretty little head. Like he he's talking to her like that constantly. There's this one point in particular that just went, you're a gross fucking human being, where he wants to have sex. She doesn't. It happens. And he just goes, oh, you don't want to fuck me. And the way he gaslights her into making her feel like her not wanting to have sex in that moment is invalid is something that I just wanted. I just wanted to throw something because he's doing that to her constantly to the point that. Uh, when she's talking to one of her friends, uh, I, I believe it's Tess, she flat out says that um, I'm bad and uh, he wouldn't love me if he knew how bad I was. And when I started hearing shit like that, I went, oh, fuck, you need to get the fuck away from this guy as soon as quickly possible. And that in particular, I think it's going to be the thing that I would really recommend a watch, especially if you're someone who might have a friend who's in a situation like this because at the end of the day you can't make your friends obviously do anything that they don't want to do but tess and sophie 
at the end of the day, they're there for Alice. Even when Alice says some really fucked up shit and she's being a bitch to them, you need to be there for friends when they're going through shit like this, especially when they're going through shit like this. And the way that Tess and Sophie, the way that those actresses bring those characters to life, the film feels so real in the way that sometimes you lose relationships because of stuff like this. I mean, I, I've had friends that have reached out to me, you know, eight months after a breakup and gone like, oh man, like, you know, my ex completely cut me off from, from everyone so that I didn't, I wouldn't realize how bad I have it. And, you know, look, sometimes that sucks, you know, sometimes you, but you need to be there for people. And this movie does a really great job of illustrating how you can just be there in the trenches for your friend, even when they're wrong, even when they're treating you badly. But if you know they're in a situation like this, you need to put your ego aside and, and really try to be there for them. There's a point where uh, Sophie and Tess, <coughs> pardon me, and Alice go off to this uh, cabin to go ahead and celebrate Tess's birthday. And she and Alice flat out tell Simon that she's going to uh, Minnesota, I believe. And, of course, that leads to him eventually going up to the cabin. And that whole interaction in particular is some of, and I, I credit to credit to everyone on this, it is some of the most wonderfully cringeworthy shit where you're just sitting there going, I would rather be anywhere <laughs> than here right now. Um, he's a psycho and he's a, uh, he's an artist and I, I will be the first to admit there's a scene very early on in the film where he has an art, go, uh, art, an, uh, art opening and he talks about how, uh, not, no one was there. No one was there. What the hell? No one was there. And, you know, she tells him like, no, babe, like there were people there. And he goes, yeah, but the important people weren't there. And I'm just like, God damn, dude, get like, get over yourself. Um, there's a there's a point where Alice, uh, or a couple points where we see that Alice's hair is falling out. She's like pulling her hair out because she's so stressed. And there's even these little moments where he goes like, Oh, you changed your hair, and like gives her a hug. It's just like to go like, I know what you did. It's it's so many manipulative microaggressions uh, tied into just regular aggression. But you see these things as you're watching the movie, and I, I won't lie, I, I felt kind of triggered by it because I've I've unfortunately been there with people that um, that have gone through this, and you just you notice that shit once you've gone through it once you kind of you kind of look out for those signs, and I do believe this is something that women should definitely watch because again you need to be there for your friends, you need to be able to recognize the signs, but. Honestly, everyone needs to watch this shit. This is kind of in that promising young woman vein where I go, yeah, this is actually just something good to educate yourself on. It doesn't really matter if you're in, you've gone through this or you're just kind of trying to be more aware. It's acted beautifully across the board. Um, the fact of the matter is I want, <laughs> I want to hit Simon for rock so badly over and over again. He's such a piece of shit. And the more we see Simon in flashbacks, with Alice, as she's kind of filling Tess and Sophie in, the more you just go, God, you're a bastard, I want you to drown. And it, it's a special skill to be able to be that handsome and be that much of a piece of shit. And son of a bitch, Charlie Carrick, sir, uh, uh, I wish I was wearing a cat, uh, wearing a cat, I wish I was wearing a hat so I could tip it to you, because 
yeah, you are a true monster in this. But I, I, I really do want to shout out uh, Kenny, uh, Kenny Hito Horn because Sophie and Alice are cool. So Sophie is definitely giving Alice advice, but she's just there for her. Uh, there for her. There is tension between Tess and Alice, and the way that they go ahead and move forward with that, and the way in some conversations they have were stuff that I just went, okay. Horn is right there with Kendrick, and the way that they bounce off each other in these intense moments is something that I just really appreciated. I do feel like this will be a movie, unfortunately, that will go under the radar a bit, but. It's something that you really should see. I was really impressed with everyone in this. It's a lean 90 minutes. It doesn't overstay its welcome. It knows exactly how long it needs to run and what it needs to be. But I thought the score in this, too, was really great, too. It's not overbearing whatsoever. It kicks on when it needs to. It's very quiet when it needs to. Like The film is very aware of where... We need to have quiet moments, and then when we need to have that score, kind of ramp up a bit. Um, the, they do a great job with uh, with the music in here. So I'm gonna give this. Hmm, I'm gonna give this a B plus. I I really did enjoy this. This is something that comes out on January 20th, so it'll be out here in a couple weeks. But I, I really do think this will be something that people go like, "Damn, th- this is a nice little a nice little gem." But yeah, um, Alice Darling, have you seen it? What'd you think of it? Let us know in the comments. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can follow me on uh, Letterboxd at Black Shazam. You can find, follow me on TikTok at Black Shazam775. And you can follow me on Instagram at Black, uh, to, not Black Shazam, pardon me, jhunterrealpineapple. Don't forget to like, share, and rate the podcast, please, or hit the follow button. It definitely helps us out. You can find us on SoundCloud, Apple Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music, TuneUp, and Samsung Podcasts at The Real Pineapple. Uh, thank you so much for listening, everyone. We're going to have reviews coming up for... Uh, she said, uh, Puss in Boots, Last Wish, Violent Night, and uh, yeah, quite a, uh, some other stuff as well. We're also <clears throat> going to have uh, our best and worst of. I'm so excited. I love doing this review so much each year. Going to have that live on the 29th, so keep, uh, mark your calendars there. Best of 2022, worst of 2022, January 29th. But everyone, thank you so much for listening. Please stay safe out there. Take care of each other. Hope your new year is getting started off on the right foot. Be safe, everyone. We'll talk to you soon.